given the fact that the ANC Women's League knows ANC policy on um, pronouncement of succession debate at this point, why do you think they've decided to take a move and what are you going to do about it? I mean, it's one thing berating them, but is it something that you take seriously enough, given the fact that you've labelled it divisive, that action will be taken? We, we take it very seriously because we're doing everything, we invest every effort we have, both humanly and otherwise politically, to make sure that we foster unity in the organization. Because we've come to appreciate that the African National Congress that is united is much more better in a position to provide leadership in society than the, than the ANC that is divided. And there are certain things that we said they must not be done, both by members, by leaders, and by structures of the African National Congress. That's why in the statement yesterday, as presented by President Zuma, you remember that there is a section that deals where the president talks about tasks of the movement, that we must not be engaged in the succession debates because in themselves, they will continue to undermine the efforts of fostering unity in the organization. You recall not so long ago that Kossard and some of these affiliates did the same thing and pronounced, which unfortunately the right to nominate to elect a leader of the ANC it's not a right that is transferable. It is a right solely reserved for structures of the ANC branches in good standing. So whether in alliance or otherwise, that right is not transferable. But also, we are hoping that the alliance structures will not do things that do not foster unity of the alliance. Given the challenges we face, we must do everything we can, but be mindful of the fact that whatever we do, it must seek to build unity of the ANC. At the moment, the ANC structures are discussing principles, a set of principles which must guide us on what kind of leadership we must elect, not names. So therefore it is premature when they're discussing principles already there are names that are being thrown even ahead of the ANC defined guidelines and problems. Mm. When you speak of principles, one uh, can't help but ask the question, is it not when we speak of principles, the type of characteristic sort of a leader that has left, uh, led to this factionalism which the president himself um, addressed during his January 8th statement, is this not why we see even the ANC Women's League, uh, you know, you know, stepping out and saying, this is whom we want. Is this not indicative of bigger fishes within the ANC than the ANC admitted to? No, we have. I mean, the fact that there could be one or two structures of the organization who undermine the, even the decisions taken by the National Executive Committee, it may not be indicative of the fact that the structure itself is completely in disarray or disunited. But it's important that every time such an incident happens, we must correct it. And the fact that I just mentioned, for an example, that even names, members and leaders of the ANC, whether it's Deputy President Sarah Ramaphosa or is Mamangosa Zanansoma or anybody who is mentioned outside of the processes of the organization, which those processes and pronouncements may undermine these efforts of building unity, they must not allow their names to be used to divide the ANC. It is them, again, who must also say, not in my name. Because whilst we are working very hard around the clock to make sure that we build the unit of the ANC, we can't allow structures of the ANC to continue to divide the ANC. Even if they do so, those whom they nominate themselves they must be principled enough to say, as a civil Ramaphosa, not in my name. Because even if you accept a nomination later, but it's not possible that you must do so prematurely in a manner that undermines 
efforts of building unity in the African National Congress. You talk about the deputy president of the country and of uh, the ANC. He himself uh, said that there needs to be lifestyle audits right up to the core of the top leadership. And we also had the provincial SACP in Mpumalanga actually calling on not only the Treasury, but even saying the public protector should perhaps look into uh, irregular expenditures and specifically naming three provinces which have been labelled as the so-called Premier League provinces. This is conversation that's out there in the public domain. Are these conversations not damaging to the ANC? Does the ANC not feel like it's losing grip on the kind of conversations that should dominate where the ANC is going this year? We don't have a league called the Premier League of the ANC. We've got three leagues. We've got the Veterans League, the Women's League, and the Youth League. We don't have any other league. But what is important is that given if you look at just the posture and the number of people that came out to support the ANC yesterday, in spite of the negativity in some of the media reports of what the ANC and that what was happening in terms of that incident, the ANC continues to enjoy overwhelming support among South Africans. It is important for ANC members to appreciate that. Even structures of the ANC, including those of the Alliance, understand that the damage they do sometimes when they speak of truth, that they may not give hope to the masses of our people. Since our structures, Whatever they say as members, as leaders, as our instructions or the leaks, we must inspire hope to our people that their own organization they believe to, they've got trust. We must not despair. Only the leadership of the ANC that can provide leadership and that leadership must be united. So when we talk about unity, even within the alliance structures, we had the SACP Solima Pilot confirming that there is a Premier League. Unless he's a leader of the Premier League. I'm saying the leadership of the ANC structurally and organizationally, we've got nothing called the Premier League. We've got three leagues. Unless you have, uh, maybe because of factions, a grouping of people who give themselves names. That happens many times. And we can't recognize it and actually formalize it as though it's a structure of the ANC. If there's such a thing as a faction, it must be dealt with in the organization. There could be many other groupings elsewhere giving themselves names. But for us as the African National Congress, we must foster unity in the organization. Whatever else then we come across, we must deal with it politically. Even if there's a dissent in the organization, we must not give it name because we must not formalize it. We must deal with it politically and defeat it politically for the sake of uniting the African National Congress. So let's go back to what President Jacob Zuma himself saying, that there are mistakes that were made and those mistakes ought to be corrected, especially also within the context of the factions, the NC Women's League, saying that after a two-day NEC meeting, I could, that after careful consideration and opening our eyes as wide as possible, Comrade Gosazana Daimini Zuma is the only suitable candidate at this point in our history to lead the ANC in December 2017. Close quotes. What will the ANC do about that statement? Because to me, it says unequivocally that the ANC Women's League believes that no one, including the Deputy President, is capable of leading the ANC in 2017. The time will come where structures of the ANC, including branches of the ANC, will be allowed to make their nomination. It can't be that outside or ahead of the ANC, 
formal official nomination processes, the structures of the ANC who make these pronouncements, as well as COSATO, which is the ally in the ally of the African National Congress. And that's why we make a point that even the names, good names of the leaders of the ANC who get mentioned, they ought to say, not in my name, because some of their names, how factions work sometimes, they damage good names of certain individuals by dragging them through the mud. And it's important that we must always work tall when it comes to unity and make sure that as leaders of the African National Congress, our names are not used to divide the African National Congress because unity is a bedrock upon which the African National Congress was founded. Hence, the president spent time yesterday in the state of the uh, general statement to emphasize why we must not, as we are preparing for the 54th conference, we must not be ahead of a process and discuss suspension. We must be guided by principles. It's quite important we do so. We would meet like we have done with Kosato. The ANC leadership would meet with the Women's League to discuss not so much about implication, but the impact of their decision in the, in the challenge of building unity in their organization. Mr. Potter, as we've done with everybody. Because before. we've run out of time, I need to ask this question again. Will the ANC Women's League be sanctioned for saying categorically that it is in their opinion that nobody is more suitable a candidate to lead the ANC other than Comrade Ngosazan al Zuma? It's only the outcome of the elective conference when the names have been put to test, people have contested, and the independent electoral commission will then announce the name. We can say this is the name that enjoys popularity among the structures, but we can't say ahead of everything else, this is the best. But what is important is that we must respect internal processes of the organization. We must respect the fact that even structures of the organization at an appropriate time would have a chance also to make their own nomination. In a word, the question was, will they be sanctioned for issuing such a we, statement? We will meet with the, the ANC leadership, would meet with the Women's League, among others, like we have done. We met with Kosato subsequent to their unfortunate pronouncement to say your pronouncement does not help to foster unity. In fact, it adds to divisions in the alliance in the organization. We will do the same with the Women's League.